Welcome back to Double Fries No Slaw. We are joined today for a pop-up episode with Link Jarrett, FSU's baseball coach, uh, the newest addition to the uh, FSU coaching roster. You've uh, you've you've completed us, coach. We've we've had every coach in Tallahassee on, and we've been waiting to get you on and, and chat with you. So we really appreciate you taking the time, and we really appreciate you. Like I feel like you know baseball trading cards. Like now I have the now we have the whole set that's. Uh, that's been here and spent some time with us. So thank you for uh, for making some time to chat. I know you're busy. Well, thank you for having me. That's an accomplishment to get everybody dialed in to do this. So good work. And um, I'm, I'm excited to obviously talk baseball and more importantly, Florida State baseball. Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of begging went into it, but we, we made it work. So uh, double fries, no slow. We mentioned this off air. Um, I don't know. You've, you know, you've only been back in Tallahassee for so long now. And I know that I, I don't know if you're feet have hit the ground or your head has hit the pillow yet, but did you used to crush some gut boxes back in the day or, you know, was that a, was that a favorite spot? <laughs> uh, definitely. Like at any hour of the day and into the night and late into the night, we would whip in there, drive through, and it was just chicken fingers galore for a car full of guys hanging out. Loved it. I haven't been back yet. Now it didn't matter what you ate when you were, you know, 19, 20, 21, 22, but then, it does start to matter. Oh yeah. Um, so I have to monitor it a little more closely, but we absolutely demolished that back in the day. And my wife is actually in town for a couple of days and we're going to swing through there for lunch. And um, there's nothing better than that. And just the sauce and the dip and the, the feel of that phenomenal. Yeah. No, let me know when you're going because we'll, we'll my, my guy there, we reached out to them. We've been with them for just that two years now. Um, they actually just signed on as a sponsor two years ago this week. So let me know when you go and we'll, we'll, we'll hook it up on, uh, on us. So we, uh, we like Guthrie's, we appreciate them, but I'm, I'm right there with you. The, the older I get, the, uh, the less and less gut boxes that I yeah, You need. just trim back the number of them just <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Like you just got to dial back <laughs> just, a, just a little and maybe a little earlier in the day. Yeah. Don't be doing Delicious. the 2am thing anymore. So, no. um, a lot of success uh, last year for you. Um, team makes a run at it when you were at Notre Dame. And, uh, you know, it, it wasn't a uh, – I don't think a lot of people were shocked when, when, when you were announced as Florida State's coach. And a lot of people – you know, I know you don't listen to the broadcast while you're coaching, but there's a lot of noise, you know, that was kind of going around through you guys' run uh, once Florida State – once the opening became available. How did you – keep the noise out from your team? Cause I know that they read social media, they see things, whether it's posted, whether it's said, how did you kind of just focus in on, on what you were doing and not focus on what everybody else was talking about with, with what would eventually come to pass? Well, I had a decision to make in Knoxville, um, you know, and, and the Clemson situation evolved far before the Florida state situation. And um, I just told the, the guys that we're going to focus 100% of our attention on finding a way to beat the University of Tennessee. And I'm not dealing with any of the coaching noise that's out there. I'm not dealing with it. My focus is on those guys in the room. And if that affected a job along the way, so be it. Uh, those guys, the three years that I was there, I think Tennessee was the only team that won at a higher rate than those Notre Dame guys did. And I gave them my full attention. I was not dealing with any of the external stuff. 
Um, I know it was out there. I wasn't dealing with it. And what they had to hear um, for three consecutive days in that stadium in Knoxville, the stuff that the fans were saying to the kids about myself and, and these jobs and whatnot, like it was, it was remarkable to watch them function in that setting and their focus all three of the years was remarkable, but I, I will say against that team that appeared to be the best college baseball team anybody had ever seen, for them to handle it uh, was amazing. And I was just honest with them. I said, guys, I'm not, I'm not dealing with that. You know I went to school there. If this comes up down the road and I have to deal with it, then I will. But I'm not touching it right now. And the same thing with Clemson and whatever. So – that's part of the world. And, and I, I tell people there's problems when you win. There's problems when you don't win. The more you win, sometimes the problems are things you don't really expect to deal with. As an assistant coach, as a head coach, they're just different. And, and the circumstances around these jobs are quirky. The timing never seems good. And we went through the same thing the year before with some other jobs. So I'm honest with the kids, but my focus was 100% with them on them. And then whatever happened after that, it, it, it happens after that. Yeah. Coach, obviously a phenomenal season at Notre Dame, right? I, I don't think anybody thought that, you know, any team was going to go into Knoxville and knock off Tennessee uh, ends up getting you national coach of the year award. Named after 11, Mike Martin Sr., how special was that to, to win an award named after the coach you played for in college? Well, when they told me the night before in, in Omaha, uh, that quite a feeling. I can't, I can't describe the feeling. Um, and he cared about us. He put us in a position to win. He treated the people around the program with such respect, he did it for so long. Like if I have any piece of that capability in me, like I would take any small slice. I, I always tried to soak up what we were doing when I played for him. And then the year that I coached with him, um, I tried to, to soak it up. Remarkable. Um, I went out to his house uh, the first week I was here and talked to he and Carol for a while. It was it was a great conversation. Um, I always like to get his perspective on baseball and life. So we shared an hour and a half, um, and he means a lot to me. He gave me a chance. People think I was some great player. Well, I didn't really have anywhere to go. So he gave me the chance to be here. So that opportunity essentially gave me the return trip here. Had I not had that, I, I don't think we're having this this conversation. And I always thank him for that and that award. It should be named after him. And my players earned that, not not me. Like that's all spin off of of what they do. So I, I still go back to those two years, both of the years of the, the National Coach of the Year stuff. It's about to them, like they're performing. Now we have to put them in a position and try to structure things, but it's about them for that to be named after Coach Martin. It should be, and to to hold that trophy, just an an amazing feeling. And you're getting ready to go play Texas that evening, so that day. And we played 
quite frankly, one of the most amazing games that night. We played as great as you could play. Um, and we didn't last much longer after that. But, man, that was quite a day. And, and he's a special, special person. Yeah, and one thing about eleven, obviously, you know, his assistant stayed with him forever, right? Why would you want to leave that situation? And a lot of Florida State fans, I feel like TJ and I have a pretty good pulse of the fan base. You were the top choice coach; it wasn't even close. Um, and just to, to confirm that we're making the right decision, you bring basically your entire staff with you from Notre Dame. How cool is it to know that these guys, you know, they could have stayed there, but they chose to, you know, basically uproot their lives and bring their families to follow you from South Bend to Tallahassee. There's obviously a, a tremendous level of respect to, for you as a head coach um, and clearly how you treat them and their families. It, that was really exciting to see it play out like that. It's, it's great. Um, those guys had head coaching opportunities and other, you know, there were other assistant opportunities available. But when you have fellowship and camaraderie and the families enjoy being around each other, man, that goes a long way. And those guys, these moves are tough. And when you play as late as we played and you're moving from 17 hours away, those are, those are tricky moves. And they're trying to get, you know, each of my assistants have two kids. So they're trying to get these kids from, South Bend into schools in Tallahassee. And that's, that's a lot for anybody, not to mention when you're trying really in a matter of a week to take over the recruiting and the dynamics of what it takes to run a division one baseball program at this level. So it is a lot rich and Chuck, man, they're, they're phenomenal assistant coaches. Like they, they could be head coaches, like easily could have right now, uh, but them wanting to come here is great. And Brad, uh, he he's a pro, Vanderglass. You read the release the other day. He's been he was at Indiana State the one year at Notre Dame. The stuff he was able to handle with the scouting reports and the metrics and the defense and the shifting and the alignments. It's he's a pro. Um, and Sean Guide our really was our director of operations, but Chip was he's the best director of operations there is. So Sean is in that player development type role. Will he'll get to help navigate? some of the other things for the players. So we're really taking what we were doing at Notre Dame and we're, we're bringing it here and you have to adjust like this. The park is different. The scheduling is different. The weather is different. There are differences no matter where you go, but to have the familiar faces around you where the verbiage is the same, the systematic ways of approaching things are the same when those guys started walking in, my comfort level, I was able to just catch my breath. For a few weeks, it was Chip and myself and Courtney and Nikki in the office. But as far as the on-field stuff, it was, it was Chip and myself trying to break down a lot. So having my guys here now is great. Great families, great coaches. So now we're ready to go. And, and coach, we talked about you taking your team into Knoxville, taking down the, the top overall seat in the country, Going to Omaha, in your intro press conference, you commented how you've now walked off the field at Omaha three times as a player and once as a head coach. Um, you made it very clear what your goal is at Florida State, getting that national championship, um, and you're ready to do it with these players. How has meeting the team gone? And obviously, a lot of them were at that press conference. And you know, is that message really 
holding with them because I mean I could feel it just watching it live. So I can only imagine uh, the players seeing their brand new head coach delivering with that kind of passion, knowing you've been there as a player, you've been there as a coach, and you've done it at Florida State, which is something they all want to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I need to close this up for for everybody, and it's it's not easy. So you're looking at in your career as a player and and as a coach what has gone really well and if you want to take it to that setting like what has gone well in that setting and what has not gone well so you start to look at each part of the program are you recruiting the right type of athlete to excel in that environment um is the game planning and the game management and, and the things that you're doing as these World Series type games play out, like do you have the right people in the right spots and are you making the right coaching decisions to, to get to the point where you are winning that final game? Um, and it starts, clearly it starts with the capabilities of the guys on the mound um, and then you have to play extremely high-level defense. Those two, if you can do that, no, no matter what game it is, it, let's say Omaha, I, even there, those things keep you in the games. And what you see in Omaha is the scoring tends to be a little bit less than it is during the regular season. It plays big. The grass is long. So – the pitching and defense part becomes even more important. And then the timeliness of the hitting and the ability to put the ball in play against elite arms is how you're going to score there. Because you don't get there without the, the arms and, and some semblance of good defense. Now, can you navigate that kind of pitching and pressure people enough and put balls in play at a place where clearly the ball is not just flying out of the stadium like maybe it does in – Knoxville, it, it carries a little bit. And at Hauser, it carries a little bit. At NC State, it carries a little bit from time to time. Mississippi State, it flies. This is different. So can you put balls in play against that caliber of arm? So you're evaluating everything that you've seen, felt, all of the stats that you've dug into to try to build a team that can get there and then push you over the top to win. So that's what's on my mind. And, and obviously playing the regional and the super regional at home allows you to get there. Like if you're not out there, you're not winning. So hosting these things, quite frankly, that was the worst part of the Notre Dame experience for me is we should have hosted all of it both of the years that we got to the postseason. The first year we only played 12 games with COVID. The last two, we should have hosted it all. And we didn't. So it's harder to get there if you're not hosting. So you better get through that season and have a resume that allows you to be at home, have the best shot to move on. And then when you're there, I told you what I think it takes to, to win it. And that's how you're trying to build it, like in your recruiting and in your day-to-day -day operation. I think FSU fans will be really excited to get back to Hauser for some regional action, for some super regional action. I think I've only been to the regionals once there, but – it's it's quite an experience and it's it's a lot of fun and so yeah Hauser's the, the they're the best fans like they, they yeah. are into the game and appreciate the fine points of the game I've been everywhere like I mean just Cal State Fullerton and Stanford and 
like you could just go around the country. I've, I've played. These are the best fans, and they're in, and they appreciate the game. And we all want these postseason series to be at Hauser, like on campus. That's, that's the whole point. It's not easy. Like there's arguments every year for who should host and who shouldn't and who should be in and who shouldn't. It's, it's not. These are not easy decisions, but. I mean, from the first pitch of this, like you're starting to build your resume and set the table to either be at home in June or, or be on the road. And clearly, when you have to go into some of these other places to play, and most of them, you got where are we going? Like if we're not here, where are we going to go? You guys have seen it. We're going to the SEC school. Like we're going to yeah, go to LSU time. or Georgia or that, right? That's what happens. Most of the time – because you don't play those teams in the regular season. So that's where you land. We need to be here. Um, and then, again, you know, getting through that with the right personnel to win it all, I mean, that, that's my point of, of being here. Yeah. Shout out the animals of Section B because they're fantastic. I know that a bunch of them will tune in. I know a bunch of them greeted you when you um, walked into the moor and, and had your, 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 uh, your press conference um it's great yeah they're great their appreciation for the game not just there are fans at other places like you know i've coached in the sec and the acc twice and then east carolina's fans are great i was there four years and we were in super regional and but the animals like their knowledge of the game and the players and some of the other fans at hauser but the animals seem to be there essentially every pitch of every game all year so they, they know so much about it. They're, they're great. See, well, look, seeing them at the press conference out in front was, was awesome. You know, just an, an emotional bus ride in with my wife and kids there. Yeah. We talked to uh, Michael Alford about the process of you becoming the coach. Um, can you just talk about him a little bit as the athletic director here at Florida State? Um, you know, I, I know you talked about staying locked in and staying focused once, uh, you know, well, when you were still in the season. But once this calls did start to come in, um, you know, we, we talked with Michael, I think the week after you were hired, he was on. And um, could you just talk about that process of, of um, chatting with him and interviewing and, and then coming to Florida State? This process was quick. Um, it was it was professional. Um, I didn't talk to him until our season was over. I, w I wasn't talking to, to anybody. Just I wasn't doing it. Like you get to these points and these kids get this chance. This is once in a lifetime. Like I'm not, I wasn't dealing with that. And I appreciated the fact that he was willing to hang in there um, with me. Um, he is eager to see this university perform at an elite level. I, I sense his urgency to get things rolling. Um, he's, he's very into raising money. Make no mistake. College athletics right now revolves around funding and building and the impression you make on fans, on recruits, the transferring, the ability of players in all sports to just bounce around. I mean, part of it is around the field they have in facilities. So keeping up and refreshing some of these places around us, I'll just stick with baseball. Some of them around us are moving at warp speed ahead with new stadiums, expanded stadiums, construction, like 
luxury box seating and grilling and drinking and all of the things that you would want to do as a fan, like it's all available for you in some form or fashion. So he's trying to push this along and he's trying to do it with the other sports too. That's all I can ask for is give, give us the best chance to put a fresh look on things and let's go and let's move it. And he wants to move the needle and clearly you know what I want to do, but it takes somebody like that that's willing to help try to raise some money and move this along. So we're playing the same game that, you know, your Mississippi States and Arkansas and Alabama's and Georgia's like they're playing a, a stadium branding type game and we need to refresh Hauser and tidy it up. And he's a hundred percent on board with that. So my initial talk with him was that like, coach, I want to help you. I want you to be the coach here. Like, let's go with this. Let's move it. Here's what we're going to do. That's all I can ask for. He was amazing through that process. And my athletic director at Notre Dame, Jack Swarbrick, they managed that, the exiting and onboarding. They're professionals. And I couldn't have dreamt that something like this would have gone any better. And Michael spearheaded it. And, you know, Jack at Notre Dame was very cooperative throughout the whole thing, too. Yeah. And coach, when talking about weather, obviously Tallahassee provides a huge advantage when it comes to coaching a sport like college baseball, because, right, a, a lot of the teams in the southeast, they hit the ground running as soon as they're allowed to. I remember you mentioned you would have to share indoor facilities with, with several different sports teams because of snow or, or weather up there, um, how you'd have to finish a scrimmage inside, it's, which just isn't practical. Uh, just being back in the southeast regionally, that, that has to be a huge benefit and had to be a, a decent reason why I said, yeah, that's it's going to be a lot easier to be as efficient as you want to be in Tallahassee as compared to a lot of these Midwest schools that just don't have that luxury. Right. It's tough. You know, you, you do a fall in South Bend, you could get through September, October, and then all of a sudden there was a point in November where it, it got really windy and it got really cold and it happened like at the drop of a hat in early to mid November. And that was, that was it. And we would not go back outside until we opened the season somewhere down here. That's how it went. Um, so you were a little bit gridlocked with what you could do. You get back to baseball as I grew up knowing it. Like There's some cold days in January and February, but there probably aren't extended periods of time where you can't go outside and do something. So – Learning how to adapt to that at Notre Dame, we were essentially in an indoor football facility with softball, men's and women's lacrosse, us, and track and field. So when you had a little block of time, that included the setup and the breakdown of your pitcher's mound and equipment to try to have baseball practice in there. And then here came national championship lacrosse teams the moment you – like if you finish at 11 a.m. on Saturday – at 11 a.m. and one second, the lacrosse team was setting up their lacrosse stuff. So to have Hauser Stadium and cages and bullpens, knowing that you can use it like on a consistent basis, that's refreshing. And, and you know, the, the development of the kids, ultimately, you would think is better. Now, saying that, <laughs> we came out of that indoor football field playing a pretty high-level game, and it was – Credit to the to the kids. 
this will be far easier to navigate, no doubt. I cannot wait to January, February back on the field, like being able to go outside and throw and take fly balls and take batting practice. That's what we think of in preseason baseball, and it will be great to be back to that. I think it gives everybody a better chance to get healthy, stay healthy, and get into the season and, and play more home games. Like we should be playing at Hauser Stadium. And I'm I'm working on the 24, 25 schedules today. I was working on that. And I'm I'm trying to play a lot of games at Hauser because we should. And the fans want that and deserve it. And it will be nice to obviously practice there all preseason. Yeah, coach. Yeah, <laughs> I was at the game at Notre Dame, the football game, a few years ago when it was like 24 degrees at kickoff. And that was October. Yeah, and I I could not live there. We stayed in Chicago, took the bus over. That was brutal. But on the scheduling, just a you know a friendly suggestion from the fans: if we can link that spring football game with a home baseball series, that is the best and most fun fan experience ever. But I'll let I'll pass it to TJ, and we'll get you out of here, Coach. That's a good that's a good call. Um, you know, some of that ACC stuff is handed to us. What age do you play that in April? That's in – Second weekend yeah. of April, typically. First or second weekend. Okay. I, I will dive into that. Now, we, we can submit some requests, like with the computer-generated template that comes out, and that's one I'll look at. We actually have our meeting coming up. Um, I, I, it's a good point, and I will look at where we landed. Some of that is out of our – out yeah, of our control sure. because there are some schools in the ACC can't play during exams. So when you start to make requests, obviously like for us at Notre Dame, that affected everybody else's scheduling because of what we had to deal with with exams. And there's other people in that boat, but I will look at it. That's a great point. As a Be fan, it, there's nothing better for yeah. a spring weekend in Tallahassee, spring game, baseball, maybe go to the circus. It's, it's a blast. I'll see what I can do. That's a great point. Thank you for bringing that up. I will dive into that. <laughs> if yeah, it happens, I'm year, taking credit, Coach. <laughs> there was a lot. There was a lot of stuff that was going on, on campus last year, and like I said, I know the ACC just kind of they they're doing a lot of that. But yeah, I went to that weekend. I went to a tennis match. I went to a softball game. Obviously, went to the spring game. There was a beach volleyball play. Like it was amazing. You just have every That's cool. yeah. Like you don't get to have the there. circus. Like they say, circus in there. I'll tell you a quick story. This is great. Our right fielder at Notre Dame, Brooks Coetzee, he's a phenomenal player. He's from South Africa. And then his family moved to the Chicago area. And we were leaving the stadium this year. I think it was after the Saturday game. And we'd been there Thursday, quick practice, Friday game, Saturday game. So you're coming in and out Thursday, in and out Friday, in and out Saturday. Finally, you know, he's playing right field. So right behind him is the circus tent. I said, Coetzee. What do you think about the circus tent right behind you? He's like, circus tent? I said, yeah, the, right right out there behind you, the, the circus tent. He's like, coach, I thought that was TP where the Indians were. Oh, my oh. goodness. <laughs> and this was not his first trip to Halloween uh. State. He's been here before. And I was on the bus, and I am so glad I asked him what he thought. <laughs> because for that answer – that that's never come up on a college baseball bus. I guarantee it. Yeah, that's amazing. All right, I I might have to edit this out. I don't know. We'll well, I'll talk with Richie about it after. But I'll tell you the story anyway. But we uh we have an American flag that hangs off of our off of our garage, right? Like you know, whatever. Not not too crazy. 
But I just told my wife, I was like, hey, in a week, I'm I'm taking that down and I'm putting the FSU flag up because it's fall. You know, like it just is what it is. And my daughter heard me and said, um, why are we taking the American flag down, Dad? She's like, she's almost four. She'll be four next week. And she said, why are you taking the American flag down? And my wife is not nearly into this FSU stuff for any sports as I am. And she, without missing a beat, she looked at my daughter and said, because for three seasons every year, we're Americans, but for one season, we're Native Americans. <laughs> and so I thought that was, I thought that was pretty good, but all right. So talking about, I don't know if I'm allowed to leave that in or not. Well, let's make sure that that's PC enough, but uh, talking about football, talking about some other stuff. How long has it been since you've been to a football game in Doak? And are you, you know, I know this is not, you know, why you came to Florida state, but are you excited to get back into there and, and see a game? I am. I, I can't remember when it, it was. I, I think we would try to come for Thanksgiving. And there were times my parents and in-laws from here would travel to us. And I kept getting further and further away. So it became a little harder. We would try to come back down, especially when we could go to the Florida-Florida State game and take my kids to the Florida-Florida State game. And we would see some of our friends, which it gets harder as you get older to to see your buddies. Um, and they have kids with events and activities. I would venture to say probably in the 16, 17, 18 time period there, you probably, is Florida always, it's even or I can't remember. You could probably boil it down. This year, over. yeah. The Florida's so here this even. year. Yeah, so it's even. Okay, so probably 16 would be my guess. Um, and I am excited. And, like, you want to see – I saw Charlie Ward in the airport the other night and just talking to him briefly, and he and my wife sat near each other on the plane, and they actually got to talk more than I – the, the era I was here was just remarkable. And, and the guys that went through here with Derek Brooks and Charlie Ward and Fryer and Reagans, and you, you can just go on and on. Not not to mention clearly my my baseball fraternity. You know th- those guys are extremely special. But just to bump into people, and some of it's very organic, and you run into some of these guys that you were in study hall with. We were all in a room, a massive study hall room, and I think that era of Florida State athletics with the Suras and you could just pick a sport. It was just yeah. remarkable. So getting to, I'm looking forward to that as much as I am the, you know, the on-field moments that are clearly second to none. It's just that camaraderie and the fellowship with some of those athletes you shared countless hours in the weight room and at their events and them at your events. I, I look forward to that as much or more as I do that sometimes the game itself. Uh, it's been a long time. Wow. We're excited to get back up there be up for Duquesne and I think it's 11 days. So it's fun times, exciting times, but then we can't wait for the spring and we're excited to see you out there. Coach, we appreciate you a ton for, for taking time and chatting with us today. And um, we, like I said, we're, we're excited for all the fall sports, but we're really excited to see what you got um, when, when spring rolls back around. So thank you again for, for taking time and we wish you the best of luck for sure. TJ Richie. Thank you, fellas. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Thanks, appreciate coach. you, man. Link Jarrett, FSU baseball head coach. Um, good stuff there. Appreciate uh, the folks over at FSU for getting that set up and hooked up. I know the, he's been super busy um, and on the road a ton um, since he got hired. And so glad that we were able to get him on. Glad that we were able to chat. 
Um, I want to give a quick shout out to Graham Co. and Garnet and Gold um, pop-up show. So a little bit different than what we normally do, but GrahamCo.com, the GrahamCo.com. TG, I'm sorry. DFNS25 is the code to save 25% on all your Delta 8 needs, as well as GarnetandGold.com. If you need your stuff for the season kickoff, you can use code NOSLAW, N-O-S-L-A-W, to save 15% on your order. If you're going to Tallahassee, just hit the uh, pickup in-store option and you save on some shipping. Or if you order $75 or more, it's free shipping as well. Uh, appreciate Link for coming on. Rich, you got anything before we get out of here? Uh, no, I don't think so. That was awesome. I, I really enjoyed his in introductory press conference. I thought he was a little more loose with us today. And uh, I'm really excited to see how the team uh, looks this uh, coming spring. We dropped a hype video this morning on YouTube, on Twitter, you know, the very beginning of it on Twitter. Um, I pinned it to my profile. So if you see this and, and go find my Twitter profile, which it's right there under me, TJ underscore Pittenger, or if you go to our YouTube, which is where you're watching this, if you're watching youtube.com slash C slash double fries, no slaw, you'll see the hype video. It's up there at the top. Hopefully you enjoy it, um, but appreciate you guys for hanging out. If you enjoyed the video, like, share, and subscribe. Made it up over a thousand video, a thousand subscribers. So shout out to us. Um, we will be back later. We'll be back on Sunday. Yeah, I, I think we're good for the week. We'll be back on Sunday with our regular show. And Sunday will be game week. So I'm excited for it. Hey, Thursday night, the girls play soccer. Do you know the season's already back underway? They play on SEC Network at South Carolina. Yeah. I know you're yeah. not as big of a soccer guy as I am, but I am excited to see yeah, them back. Going from they're going from Columbia to athens i believe so yeah so excited well, for them excited to see many their trip yeah they've got a bunch of sec games i think they play auburn and i think they play florida they, they've got a bunch of stuff that's wild at the beginning so shout out to coach pinsky and the soccer team um got some good stuff coming for you guys over the next few weeks but we will be back on sunday with our regular show until next time thank you so much and go Noles.